Hello, and welcome to Amateur Attempts. Hello, Dylan. Hello, hello. Today is not Friday, but we're doing Friday. Oh, okay. And uh, we, we don't have any funny garbage one-liner for today. Uh, well, we, we have some. They're, they're just kind of interesting. They don't, they don't hit the threshold of being acceptable. Exactly. Um, so Friday, we're going into um, kind of the military. Mm-hmm. Favorite, our favorite disagreement topic of all time. Because mm-hmm. um, we, we touched on it before, but we wanted to get over in terms of the, the overall picture of uh, kind of like, what, what is it doing? Whilst, whilst we're all living our lives, where, what direction are they doing? Where are they going? Uh, and like, are they benefiting the humans of this nation? Really, what's even going on? Like, where, where are we does where at? does our super you large know? budget go, and is it being used effectively? And sort of, are they doing the goodwill of the nation? What do these branches even do? Yep. Um. So it's an interesting question. We uh, have touched on articles with some, you know, negative aspects of warfare that's had effect on special forces and such, and we've kind of highlighted that it's. It's kind of, you know, it's it's complicated, and it's not just a case of, you know, go make them kill stuff and do stuff, and we win. Um, so we wanted to get a bigger picture of, like, yeah, how is our military figuring out how to plan for the future? Yeah. Um, and uh, I've been reading some articles, and so have you. Do you have any quick thoughts? Yeah. Well, we talked about this a little bit beforehand in another podcast that uh, we didn't really touch too much in detail that, you know, warfare itself is now basically mostly spec ops for the most part. And that most things are now done in the shadows versus, you know, very defined, like, battle lines where it's like, you know, it's it's U.S. versus Germany or whatever. You know, it's not like a soccer match anymore where it's just yeah. like, yeah, very clear, distinct, you know, lines in the sand. Uh, now it's like, you know, what happens in the shadows? And the problem is there's shadows everywhere. Yes. Uh, and it's hard to see in shadows because it's a lack of light. So. Science. which And it shows because now we're having incidents. I mean... Which we were talking about before. We were watching this one video. We this is somewhere in Africa. I can't remember the which state it was in, but um, basically it was a group of was probably spec op soldiers. They didn't really classify. They just said they were army personnel. Um, but you know they basically got ambushed in their like super customized like Land Cruiser. You know all they were kind out. of deep on their own. Yeah, yeah, so you know, it wasn't just any kind of regular army unit. That that was something else going on. But they just play it off. It's like, oh, well, these things kind of, you know, this stuff happens. It's like, but should it? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? Because um, unfortunately, some of those soldiers were left behind, basically. That's what made the story a little bit more touching, because we're told, like... I believe you know, all of them died, didn't they? No, a few got extracted. Oh, but wow, there okay. were some that were just left behind, you know? And I, we're, we're told that, you know... Don't leave a soldier behind. You know, everyone comes home, but in reality, that's just not how it is anymore. Which is, you know, sad to think about. But, but it makes you, I guess, you know, answer the bigger question, or at least try to ask the bigger question: Why were we? Why were we there in the first place? Like, what what purpose was a specialized unit in the middle of nowhere in Africa doing? You know, right? Um, you could apply that to probably a multitude of countries and various continents. I mean, the. Bin Laden raid was in Pakistan, mm. right? Yep, I believe so. And they had to go. I mean, there's other countries they had to go around, and I mean, maybe they got clearance for some, and others they just went in dead of night. Especially for Pakistan, they just snuck in there. Yeah. And where we are supposed to have a relationship with that country? So, all this kind of stuff's happening. We just we, we just heard of one, which is scary to think that there's probably. I mean, I want to say tens, but I'm sure you can be more imagined. There might be hundreds of operations simultaneously oh, happening with fucking what like a. 
12-man team, just like anything, you know? Um, well, even if you look back at the, some of these that got declassified, you know what I mean? Like the Gulf of Tarkin incident that basically started off the Vietnam War. I did get declassified to basically almost like, what, 40 years later? When everyone's moved past so, it. Yeah, no one even knows what that is, you know? Or even half what happened in Vietnam. I mean, there's still, like, I mean, granted, the USSR has fallen apart, so we'll never know actually what happened because they were pretty secretive mm. everything that's going on. Yeah. But even to the day, Russia still denies that they had spec ops, you know, their version, Spetsnaz, even there, which yeah. there's clear indication from both sides that there were Russians there, you know? So yeah. it shows, like, even, you know, this is a Vietnam... Yeah, it happened in the 60s, you know, we're in 2020, well, 2021 now, you know, like, that's, you know, 60 plus years later, just, you know, yeah. no answers. You could even apply that to more modern conflicts. I mean, when was the last time someone mentioned Iraq? Just, oh, yeah. Right? Oh, um, it happened. And that was, oh. that was 20, you know, 20 years ago or, or less. Um, and people forget about, they just think about, oh, yeah, it was, it was Bush and, and weapons of mass destruction and, well, and you're like, okay, well. You flesh that out, you realize there wasn't anything there, right? The information was false, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't, it wasn't a good faith intelligence operation. You know, it, people were basically pushing it. And you're like, well, no one actually cares to learn about those facts. They just think that the U.S. did what it could do to be, you know, pr to promote safety and stop terrorism and all that garbage. And well, in that case, it'd be another nation. Um, and people forget easily. So uh, I'm wondering if this is going down the rabbit hole a little bit, but put on the tinfoil hats uh <laughs> if you know that could even be part of their sort of plan in terms of the people who maybe aren't power tripping on the higher levels of the military or mm. government um they can they, they realize that this cycle sort of continues so even if they take heat for a certain incident or a or like a provocation you know they realize that the the u.s is uh, history not history memory is pretty short-lived with things like that if it doesn't personally affect them yeah, no, probably. So that could maybe yeah. even play into their intentions too, which we're just trying to figure out. Well, certainly this is a bigger spectrum of it. Talk about you basically have to be in it to understand it quite literally. Yeah. I like to think of like we all kind of will be like the Fox Mulder, essentially. You mm. know, basically the truth is out there. We're just trying to find it and seek it. But there's just so much red tape everywhere that it's just like by the time you even get down a hallway, you basically are yeah. covered in red tape. And then there's another hallway of red tape. That actually has now also uh, was a hundred mile an hour tape, so you can pass off out of the machete. Or some and that sort. stuff is hard to get through. <laughs> so, like it, it shows you the problem is like it's just it's so layered. I mean, even like I'm not trying to stray too far from the topic, yeah. but like our last election, right? You know that that was an interesting clusterfuck. But it was nuts the aftermath of it. So I'm not trying to get too far off the topic here, but um, I can't tell you how many people I saw basically post, you know stolen election stuff like that they're using photos of the capitol because they still had those black fences up yeah they didn't take them down yet mm -hmm. so it looked like of course it was kind of stolen because it looks like so you see out of a coup almost where it's like yeah. you know i mean i highly doubt that's actually what happened you know but it shows you that it's just it's and that's something that's recent that i feel like some people probably have already kind of forgotten like even some people are still like you know oh that's right QAnon. you know what i mean it's like it's like they already forgot about it, even though it just happened a lot of people know? have no idea that too. So yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's funny to think that in like a in like a two month period, people's memories has pretty much just gone downhill. Yep. And they're like, oh yeah, I forgot that. I I honestly fucking forgot. I was like, it didn't it didn't cross my mind. Normally, it crossed my mind like a couple times a day because I was just like, whoa, yep. this is this is unprecedented. And if that's just basically state slash federal politics we're talking about here. You know, now we join into the Department of Defense, the military itself. Yeah. The whole higher echelon of existence per se. 
You know, it's just, I wonder if you can't even understand like state and federal policies or politics, what's going on. How are you gonna understand like what the military is doing? It's basically you know? the it's basically the plot line to like any Call of Duty where it's just like we've been betrayed. What are you doing, General Shepard? No, <laughs> I did so much for you, and then you get killed. Yeah, yeah there's that. Well, it shows you yeah, like upper level. That's, that's kind of the good thing, I guess. I mean, honestly, Call of Duty games are probably mostly fiction. I mean, the only probably the ones that are more accurate are probably the World War Two base. It's that seems for the most part a little bit more like straightforward of a war. Yeah. While everything modern is just so much red and black tape, you know. To be fair. People that made the games are human beings, and people in charge of our government are also human beings. So everyone has an imagination. Yeah, uh, that's I mean, scary. Yeah, no, that's true. That's um, very true. So yeah, but uh, I mean, the reason I was bringing up like the Call of Duty, I actually brought up the Call of Duty games, but it does show you because even in those games, right? There's always some sort of spec op mission in the middle of nowhere, or some you're trying to get into some sort of compound of some you know. You're like, always on the cusp terror. of dying on your own somehow. Yeah, there's always that solo sniper mission or something where it's like, why are you even here? You know, what's the purpose? And there's <laughs> I lot- just drove four jeeps and all of them exploded before I jumped out. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to show. And then, you know, I mean, it's... I think... Well, I'm not just going to try to go too far with soldiers, but, like, the last Call of Duty, um, the, the Modern Warfare game, that was interesting because it did show, like, a U.S. Embassy getting attacked and how that would actually probably look. Yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting. I think that actually, like... I don't know of any recent instance of a U.S. Embassy being attacked, you know what I mean? Like, anything recent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's something to think about. Like, it shows you that's probably something that probably has happened. We just yeah. have no idea because the, the general public's not interested. Yeah, know? to bring it around, I guess, the, I think still the majority of people have the perception that, you know, our military is just doing the usual stuff, keeping us safe after a whole, you know, 9-11 has warped our brain to think that we have to let them do what they need to do it doesn't matter because they're doing what they can to stop another you know another catastrophe of some kind it's a mass mass casualty incident yep fun fact though you look at how many deaths have arrived from covid and how much we yeah. don't care right so it shows you that you know we have this perception that our military is just going to do what it's doing in the best interests mm-hmm. which they technically should because they're apolitical so it's not the political aspect it's more so the um it's the internal politics of the military. Correct. It's, but I think you mentioned this, these, which the whole thing goes around, what are these higher-ups peoples that would, most people don't know the name of, they don't know where they come from, and they're probably not even publicly acknowledged, is these higher-ups that make the actual decisions, that can tell a, a, a general or can, you know, power play to make things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, what what strings are they pulling to go in what direction? Because everything's a power play pretty much at that higher level of government. Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, like, I'm not trying to, because um, I don't know. Well, good examples. You actually brought that up. I don't know the full story of what happened between. Um, so the currently, let me double check her name. She's the highest uh, ranking uh, Air Force officer. Um, but so her, she, I can't remember what her deal was. She basically just got. Her deal. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, she, what was her name? Um, so essentially she just got her, um, commission not too long ago, but was there saying basically there was a story that came out. Um, she was, uh, cause she basically tried to portray like, a, a, not necessarily as a power play, but basically just to kind of get like more social credibility that, you know, while she was going through all these trainings and stuff like that to get, you know, where she is today, she was essentially a single mom raising her two kids and, I guess the father was also in the military, the same branch at the same base, but he was spec op. So he was gone most of the time doing training and mm. stuff like that. Interesting. Um, 
So, but either way, so she made it seem like essentially that he just like abandoned them, left them stuff like that, you know, this is that. What's interesting though, so after she posted that, right, then there was a lot of people, not only from his squad, but from her own personal staff that was like, no, that's not right. Like, this is actually what happened. Now, luckily, the husband, while they were going through the whole divorce period and everything, he talked to a chaplain. So it was documented. Yeah. So luckily, and it's not so because then her response to that was like, everyone has their own side of the story. It was it was <laughs> a total like kind of like, I done fucked My up. My truth <laughs> is truth. <laughs> no, it was nuts. It's like she didn't want to acknowledge that she fucked up, but she played off as casual as she could without basically she saying did, she like... She did I the should've... political response. Yes. So... And so she's supposed to be, like, the highest-ranking commission officer of the Air Force. So it shows you, like, this lady essentially almost destroyed, you know, a fellow airman's career based off of a lie. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's still going to have a stigma because there's probably some people that's not going to know exactly the full story. No one ever cares about the response. Yeah. So luckily she got called out for that, and there was other witnesses to actually what happened. But, you know, it shows you. So she's a major higher-up, you know easily you know that she could have totally swayed that a whole different direction she wanted to she tried luckily it failed but you know there's other people in like branches of that statute you know i mean that uh could easily sway stuff like that they say a statement that could go one or two ways easily yeah and when you hear about a lot of these things is any sort of incident or uh verbal communication that happened that caused a scandal of some kind it's pretty hard for us to investigate or prove or disprove we don't really have any means. You're kind of trusting with the institutions and the various other power, you know, p- power players and such. The people who you normally trust to provide information and investigate that they're telling the truth and not being fed such and such. Um, so, yeah, it's difficult to say. But it's, I think it, a point I got from that is that, you know, these people who are higher ups, they're still subject to regular human, um, you know, like faculties. They're just the same. So things, you know, things can happen and sometimes people have their own agendas instead of uh, finding the most capable and well-qualified person for a position or, you know, maintaining that the person in that position is the most qualified and is, you know, performing correctly. Um, So you kind of end up, once again, if you have all these little power plays and things going on and these little smaller groups working together inside of all these branches, you know, for their own gain and such and sort of these, you know, these teams per se if you don't like a certain aspect of a branch or you know a certain department um you'd end up with these basically power plays and you know people vying for control of something or you know contract or finance you know financials or positions and uh, that's not what you want when you're trying to have a you know a cost effective uh military you know that's supposed to do its job be a, be ready and be the most capable it can for its you know time and budget so um yeah, that's that's what's kind of worrying, I guess, because we're kind of figuring out. It seems like as more as time goes by, it's getting more and more, not quite political in terms of our political system, but just within itself. And I think we're getting less and less transparency with, um, you know, the way the way things the as, as time goes by. You know, we have all these little incidents and these things that crop up, and we're just getting less and less, I think, transparent information. Yes. As to like where it's going. And so people just kind of hear what's on the main headlines and then that's it, you know? Um, and some stuff I think is open for interpretation, especially when it comes to, you know, combat and life and death. So, you know, so you can kind of swing it one way or another depending on what information is released. And we know the military likes to suppress stuff they don't like, you know? They have a they have a habit of something's going to make them look bad. They'll try their hardest to, uh, 
you know, quiet that as reasonably as possible. Although I'm interested to see actually with, you know, cell phones and cameras and stuff, how this is going to work in the future or might get more scandals popping up. Uh, here, Joanne S. Bass. That's God, her. Dylan, wow. That was driving me nuts. I was like, what is her name? <laughs> like, you, as well as you can see the face of the person, but you're just like, what the fuck? It's like General, like, you know, Mantis, that guy, before he retired, Mantis. he was one of the uh, Marine higher-ups. Um, same thing. It's like, you know the name, you just can't put a name to the face, you know, but vice versa. I had the face, I just could put the name to it. Face name. Face name. Um, yeah, um, but so she, she she was subject to that, and she was trusted with a lot of power. Yep. And um, But it's down, and just because it was caught by people who recognized it. Yeah, so, so interesting. it shows you that's just one example, you know what I mean, of the many officers within, like, these departments, you know? Granted, yeah. she's, the, she's the top enlisted officer, sorry, top enlisted non-commissioned officer. Mm. So, um, but it shows you, like, because, you know, we have, you know, we're talking about the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, the Army, and the Coast Guard, right? You know, all essentially almost like power players in some sense, but all of them with higher-ups have so much power that it shows you it's like, You'll never kind of really know what's going on. And that's kind of more the concerning bit. Like, you don't know what's going to... You don't know what's happening until, like, years down the line, if that's even a possibility. Yeah. So, because some of these are too classified where they'll never get released, you know? And then you're kind of like, well, shit, you know? Like, yeah. Well, you know how... I mean... So, this is funny. So, this it ties into the whole, what are we doing as a nation? Um, you know how... Uh, we Obviously, we have, our, we have our Congress, and we have all these congressional hearings and committees... And you find out that a lot of these committees are just shit shows. Yep. And they don't ask any good questions. They avoid going straight to the point. They just skirt around and ask just like mildly prodding questions that really just bounce off and get shrugged off. And so they have these like, we're going to find, get to the bottom of this injustice or what happened here. And people are like, yeah, they're going to get held accountable. And they just don't. Well, also, Same I think thing the in the military. Is, yeah. Well, I think the other problem is too, that that's probably a topic for another day, but like our Congress is not being up to date with the times. Yeah. Have- I remember they were doing the, you know, the, uh, the Congress hearing of, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. And yeah. You all just these tell social that, media ones are just a joke. Well, you just tell that like, you know, half those people on the panel had no, I, they didn't understand how the internet <laughs> even worked. You know what I mean? Where does Facebook so, make money? And the same I thing mean, with ads, the, the yeah. probably the military, they probably have no idea. Cause you said yourself, it's, it's kind of its own entity. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's if a asking- political factor that doesn't yeah. have any ties really to the federal government besides it just being, mm. you know, funded by them but there's not really like there's no sworn loyalty to it necessarily you know what i mean yeah i so. think it's a it's in terms of i guess our issue is just like well for for, for the budget that we spend which is uh, i'm sure one day we'll hit a trillion per mm. year uh with inflation and all we're that. getting there yeah like that's a lot <laughs> a lot of money um and you want to have people you know who are elected officials that actually know you know the the intricacies and the general like purpose and doctrine of the military and like does this fit with the budget Here's what we're going to spend the money on and then start asking the questions of like, well, why are we doing this? Yeah. Should we be doing that? You know, and often is where we just get, well, I think, well, you just get grandstanding, you know? Well, that's the problem with everything that's going on too. Cause like, for example, like there's just a lot of, cause I don't think people realize it's like, I think where we get like a lot of issues with like, whether or not understanding how the system works or like just not having transparency is because the system itself is so big. Yeah. You know, like, so it's like Congress of itself. I mean, most people don't even know it's a bicameral house, you know, that's composed of two different things, you know, the Senate, the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that they're, you know, they're separate. Like, Congress is a whole other thing. It's like, it's not, you know? Yeah. So I have that conversation with my mom the other day. It was kind of interesting. I'm like, no, it's a, 
What? That's what Congress is. Um, but, you know, most people don't know how any of that works. And the same thing with the military. The thing is, like, for example, right, we talk about that one specific officer, right? But keep in mind, she was the top non-commissioned officer, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's commission officers, there's there warrant officers, there's all sorts of different type of officers that could have their highest ranking of their department. Yeah. She is an administration role. So in her case, the administration, she's in, yeah, she's the highest, but there's other types of departments that they'll have a higher up that has basically just as much power as she does. Yeah. So, and that's the problem, right? This is one branch. Then you got four other branches with similar structures, you know, and then the Navy structure is even more fucking insane. But like, you know, it just shows you the problem is it's just there's a mixture of also too many people having certain amount of power, you know, and then just how many of these people there are, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's like an office, like officers now are like a dime a dozen almost, you know what I mean? And they all have different roles, but still it's like you have quite a lot of power players, you know what I mean? And that's the issue. Like, there's just so much going on at one given point that's hard to dissect it and put it into one specific category. Like, when they do this Congress series, you've noticed, I mean, a lot of the times they're prodding questions, but they're very broad questions because as well as it's just really hard to narrow down to one specific problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or they just, maybe they just don't understand how, like, the bill of works because you notice, like, a lot of them are it's like, well, why are we effective enough? It's like... Do you have four hours? <laughs> yeah, no, right? It's like, I don't think I can answer that half an hour, man. You know what I mean? You can't. You, it's like, are you trying to avoid the question? It's like, no, I don't think you understand. Like, you know. Like, are you, like, uh, with respect, you weren't there seven years ago on the 17th day. That shit was crazy. We lost like 17 tanks. I saw like, G.I. Joe. I know how you yeah. people work. Where are they repelling GIs? <laughs> but you know what I mean? That's the problem. Like, you have... Unfortunately, Congress is not also them not really versed, you know, in terms of, like, how the military works off functions. Or, as we talked about, each branch has its own mission statement and goals, you know what I yep. mean? That even then, they change over time, depending on what the actual... And they're all kind of competing with each other for resources, depending on what they want to, you know, the, what, the, what hardware or expansion they want to try and get to take over a role. Exactly. So... It should, that's the problem. Like so, I think that's why it makes the, like the military itself such an interesting kind of creature within itself, and why we'll probably never honestly know. Yeah. Because of that fact, like there's not our own Congress doesn't probe the right way, nor they don't seem like they don't really have time themselves to even try. And to I go think they into can it. easily get the runaround. Just they could be like, oh, we did our job, and they just like they just had to put up a show for a little oh, well, bit. Well, absolutely. Well, I remember like when we were, you know, we talked about the lame duck theory. You know, we talked about that. You know, how it could go down stuff like that. I remember that's one thing that they talked about was that was a problem with the military because they don't really swear allegiance to the federal government. You know, they swear allegiance to the Constitution, essentially almost the president. But they're designed to have their own mind frame, you know, their own mindset where they don't necessarily have to agree with what it is, especially the something that's you know, super dramatic, doesn't make sense, you know what I mean? So they can basically think for themselves, which is good, you know, because you don't want a military that's just like, let's say like Kim Jong-un's military, where mm. whatever he says, they're going to follow, They're regardless of yeah. what the outcome is. Yeah. So, like, that's the cool thing about, like, at least it's apolitical, where they'll actually just, you know, they'll assess the situation, decide if they're going to intervene or not, you know? Yeah. So, but that's also the problem, because now they're their own separate entity that could, you know, if they wanted to, could do what they wanted. Which is what's yeah. kind of, I think, happening now with Spec Ops. Like, they know that, you know, they have quite a lot of power, a lot of jurisdiction. And then, you know, with how much funding that they're getting, that essentially, as long as they keep things in the shadows, they can do what they want, you know? It's, it's, it's kind of like what the CIA was doing for, like, the past 60 years. 
Yeah, now it's um, worse. And, now it's and, and, yeah, now we're aware of it. Yeah. But the military is doing it kind of right in our faces. And I'm sure some people are aware that they're just doing stuff. No idea what or yep. what, you know, what doctrine they're trying to fulfill. But, yep. uh, or like mission statement. Um, eventually we may find out after many scandals or some eruption or some government reaction from another, you know, some, some other country. Yeah. Um, but they're just doing stuff. They're just... The answer to the question is, they're doing stuff. And that's really, I think, the part that's kind of shitty in terms of, like, if you want to know, you basically just have to be, like, in the service. Deep. In deep. Yeah, quite literally. Like, and then even then, you don't get the full story. That's kind of how You get designed. told what the person above you thinks like, you need to be told. Yeah, because now they make it so, you know, compartmentalized where it's just similar to the CIA where, like, you know, each person of the team will know, like, a bit of the information enough where they can function with another team member but they're all basically told it's like don't tell the other team member you know yep. what's going on fully. Yeah, you know that way it's like also it's not you know it's weird because they also do that mind frame basically to protect themselves from liability in case of shit hits the fan. Yep, and it's kind of scary to think that that's kind of out of the military's mindset where you know there are joint operations with other branches as well as other countries. Yeah, but for the most part, like the only people that really knows the full story is like major higher ups. Yep, you know. So maybe some teams, like let's say the Navy SEALs, they probably have a bigger grasp of picture of what's going on given their duties. But even then, you know, I, I question in terms of they're how probably much... smart enough to put together a sort of rough picture of like why are we doing this or why are we doing that. But they're only getting told what's important for their mission, yeah. in like you know surrounding areas and such. I was reading this one thing. This was uh, I was curious. This was British SAS though, saying that this is an operation that had the seventies, a kind of a training program. I'm wondering exactly what this was tied to. Because they were basically talking about how they were carrying mini nukes on their backpack. Yeah. And and they were told, <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck me, you know, that, you know, okay, well, if things go awry, you have half an hour to get out of the area after you said it. And they're all saying they're like, yeah, I don't think half an hour is enough time to fucking huh. get away like, from nuclear explosion. Hold on, Gopna. <laughs> that math doesn't add up. The U.S. did that, too. They experimented with backpack nukes. Yeah. And then they were like, this is going to be a one-way mission. And they're like, well, I'm glad that never panned out, boys. I'm having kids. <laughs> but, you know, it's just, I just it's weird. Like, I, I it, yeah. it makes you wonder, like, exactly why. You know, what's the purpose? And, and uh, with Spec Ops, in that regard, is the same thing. It's like, I guess we're hoping that this might lead to some sort of, like, long-term peace solution. But then again, we have no idea what's going on. Yeah. You know, um, it's like, what exactly is happening? And yeah. it is a help that there's other countries, too, that... It's like given because we talked about this before too. Where we kind of talked about why the military is now so far they're not the most battle ready that they've ever been, which is for, good for quite a while. So, yeah, their yeah. their readiness in terms of doing large scale, constant, you know, a, a, a long term war. Yep, and but scary those. I feel like the only reason that they're at that capacity now is because you know we talked about this before. What's going on with Russia and like basically their whole deal with the Ukraine and Crimea and causing a civil war essentially. Yeah. You know, which even though they claim that they have nothing to do with, it's like I, there's You're enough video close. evidence that shows, You're yeah, close, you got to do something. You're <laughs> yeah, like, you I'm just... not a, I'm not a mathematician, but I got my ruler out. You're not that far away. Yep. So, and then there's other examples too, but it just shows that, like, it. I guess what concerns me, especially like China and Taiwan, um, it just, I think the reason we're kind of getting raised because we think that there's something that's going to happen. Yeah. Either it's whether it's going to be in Europe or you know in Asia. And it's it is it's kind of concerning that the only reason we're battle ready is because we think something's going to kick off. I think that's yeah. the like, part that concerns me more. It's just like it's okay. an interesting oxymoron because it it couldn't say be a be, be a de escalation technique where they showed that 
any any advance that China makes or is there any plans they have, the U.S. is already planning ahead to be able to counter it. Well, they did that right? in Europe with Russia because, like, for a while, I mean, this was before Trump, though, but, um, you know, when we did have a lot more reservists over there in Germany, uh, they were basically doing, like, mock war games, like, right there on, like, Russia's border. Um, yeah. You know, they were supporting part of the Ukraine. I can't remember the other country that they were in. Crimea? But, no, some of, I will say, I don't think it's Poland. Well, either way, they were kind of interesting. So they were basically doing like drills right next to, right, right next to the Russians, right? As a kind of a show of force. It's like, hey, we're usual, ready just in the, case. The usual dick waving. I love though somebody mentioned it's like, well, perhaps if someone puts in like the wrong coordinates or someone misses. <laughs> it's like, well, World War Three. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it just, it, it just shows that huh, it just, I guess it's concerning that now that we're deploying like, you know, our military to other countries as kind of a buffer zone. Cause we did that yeah. with Taiwan with the whole man, mine islands things too. We did that yeah. more as a buffer zone. Um, but it's just like, it's almost like also prying the bear too. So it just, I guess that's kind of a good way to wrap it up. It's kind of sad that we're battle ready because we think something's going to happen, but we're still playing a ton of games in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. Basically what are we, what are we being told is what our military is doing, which is they're getting ready for a more, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a more regular type of combat. Yep. And it's like, well, let's just keep watching how this black budget keeps increasing, where there's no description of what's in it. Yep. It's just like we need 150 billion. Don't ask questions. Yep. We need one trillion sh- dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Bitcoin. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll just have to keep our eye out. But like, I, I don't know. I'm gonna kind of keep an eye out for what is actually reported and whether I think, you know, just always question. Exactly. Don't t- be like a fox boulder, people. Just don't be the actual real actor in real life. Don't be a sex addict. But be hey, the character. You know don't be the don't character. Don't tell people how to live their life, Dylan. Seek the truth if you can. Seek it, find it, and take everything with a grain of salt. And wear tinfoil hats. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, thank you. Thanks.